Daryl Cherney, Bill Kremel, Kent Mesplay, Sedanem Curry, and Dr. Jill Stein. And I personally support Dr. Jill Stein I, for many reasons. Um, she was our candidate back in 2012, and she has since that time spent her time um, doing a lot of party building from across the country, which is which is important for a small third party to have someone who's who's consciously trying to to um, to build our party numbers, and so I will be supporting her again. Although I've met Dr. Kent Mesplay also, and, and have been very impressed impressed with him in the past, but I think probably Dr. Stein is going to be our nominee this year. Okay, and moving around the table, Steve Godso. Hi, Steve Godso. Um, I taught math for 49 years. Um, I'm retired now, and I volunteer for Hillary Clinton. I've been a fan of hers for a while, a long time. I was a delegate for uh, Bill Clinton in 92 and 96, and a delegate for Hillary in 2008. Uh, I th think she's uh, the most prepared person that's ever run for president. I think she gets a really bad rap uh, in the public, though, because she's been um, attacked by the Republican machine since she, 1992. I don't, I don't think any of us could stand up to that very well over the long run. But she's still standing. She's always fought very hard for women's issues. Uh, the talk in 1995 going to China at the Fourth International uh, Women's Convention and standing up and saying that, uh, saying all the things that should be done for women. When she was Secretary of State, she went to 112 countries. And at every country, that was a big part of her pitch. So I'm very happy to be supporting her. Great. Thank you. I am Tim, uh, Wilson. Tim Wilson. I'm from Belfast. Uh, I'm a volunteer with the uh, Bernie Sanders campaign. Uh, I have a degree in poli-sci and an MBA. I'm a small business person. Um, and I worked for Pro in 92 and 96. I've been third-party voter uh, since then. And uh, I'm very proud to support Bernie. I believe he is the most honest person. I believe he has a long record of great judgment, especially in a time of crisis. And I believe he's cast some of the most courageous votes of anyone in the campaign, aside from being the most favored candidate, the, most, the highest favorability ratings. All right, and I want to just mention at the outset that we did make attempts to contact any of the Republican candidate supporters from the local area and statewide. Uh, we attempted via contacting uh, them through several different email addresses that are, are on their uh, website. Also by calling, there was no answer. I joined Facebook groups for Hancock County GOP and the state GOP. And we haven't had any success in getting anyone to respond to us at all. So if anyone out there is listening and would like to call in, regardless of who you support, but we have a lack of people here from the representing any of the Republican candidates, and we'd like to hear from you too. They're not being excluded. We just haven't had any response from our attempts to reach them. So we'll open the phone lines now at 469-0500 and see what your answer is. If you'd like to call us again, 469-0500, let us know which candidate you support and why. And in, while we're waiting for calls, in between callers, we're going to be uh, doing something a little bit different with questions today. I had each of the guests write down three different topics that they would like to discuss, and we're going to just randomly pull the topics out of the can and have whoever wants to weigh in with their candidate's position or how they think their candidate would, um, what they think their candidate's position would be on the particular issue. So 
We've put the names into the watering can, which is still warm from being used in the pledge drive, and shake them up. I haven't even seen these, so I don't know what's in here. We'll go around the table the other direction this time and have Tim Wilson pull out a topic, and then he can comment on it first since he pulled it out, and then we will let our other guests weigh in as well. And you can, too. Callers at 4690500. Tim, what was that? Uh, first topic is courage of the candidates. All right. And, Do you uh, want to go first? Well, sure. I mean, I think... Uh, Courage is when you stand on your values, and uh, it, despite overwhelming opposition. Uh, Bernie served in the House of Representatives during the Gingrich Congress, was known as the Amendment King for getting more stuff done as an independent because he formed a coalition of progressive Democrats and cost-cutting Republicans. Um, he voted against the Defense of Marriage Act that was signed by Bill Clinton in 1996. He voted against TARP, he voted against the Patriot Act, he voted against the Iraq War, he's objected to the Libyan intervention. These are not necessarily popular positions at the, positions at the time, but they are acts of personal courage, and I think the courage is an important thing going forward for a president. Okay, let's keep going around the table in the same direction, Steve Godso. And should we talk about any of the candidates, or? Yeah, yeah, you can answer that yeah. however you want. The I think the thing on the statement is just courage so weigh in on that however it applies to hillary clinton's campaign or the others if you'd like to well i as i said I, her her ability to stand up for women and now especially i think i think from the time she graduated from law school and went to the children's defense fund she's always stood up for those who uh, don't have as much as they should and uh, i think that that's been a constant uh, core of her beliefs and I think that shows stability and courage, definitely. Okay. Betsy Gerald? Well, it, it ain't easy being green. Can I use <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Kermit. <laughs> um, you know, any of, any of our candidates, of course, are very courageous to, to, to stand up um, in, a, in what is basically a two-party duopoly and say, no, there's a third party here and we have, our, you know, we have something to offer to the discussion. It you know, takes some courage. And, and uh, I, it just it made me think of, of um, Daryl Cherney, who um, is one of our candidates, and was um, he was uh, blown up by the FBI back in 1988, and, and has um, come back from that to to be very active in the community, and that takes a lot of courage. So. All right, uh, referring to the Daryl Cherney, Judy, yeah. uh, Judy, Judy Bear, Bear, Barry, Barry yeah. Uh, first bombing. I'm going to pass the watering can across the table and try not to knock over anyone's microphones and have Steve Godso pull out the next topic that we'll be discussing. And I'm going to remind callers the number is 469-0500. We're asking today which candidate do you support and why? Give us a call 469-0500 and join us. What is the topic this time? This says climate change, which certainly is, some would say, the most disturbing uh, problem we have in that nothing really seems to be doing being done about it, and the Republican Party tends to disagree that it's even happening. And we worry that it may be come to a point where it's irreversible. I'm not at that place yet. We're hoping that science can step forward and save us. But uh, we definitely have to take a look at uh, what should be done. And I think, uh, I'm sure both Bernie and the uh, Green Party and Hillary Clinton are all in on that. And uh, um, I hope that uh, we can continue to, to focus on that. Yeah. 
Well, and as the environmental party, of course, climate change is, is really important to us. Um, Dr. Stein has written um, several papers and books about um, healthy people, healthy planet, um, and, and it has been the theme of her of her candidacy both last time around and this time around. So, um, yeah, th there may be technological fixes, but people st need to start saying the conservation word and... Uh, and that's a hard, that's a hard political bullet to to swallow to okay. so oh sorry and no. tim oh well, i mean it's a tough topic and especially uh, bernie is extremely strong on the environment uh, in 2007 he passed an amendment greening the u.s government uh so uh, in the senate so he's already taken action on that in the senate he's committed and has been a long term has a long-term commitment to climate change and doesn't quite understand i think how we can trust science in so many areas uh, defense and such, and then deny this, all the science uh, behind climate change. And, uh, you know, 90% of glaciers agree that, uh, <laughs> that, that we have global warming. And the, I, the idea that somehow our population going from under a billion to seven billion in such a short period of time is not impacting with all of the food and everything else, impacting the climate is, uh, and, and causing that change is... is Hard, hard to fathom, but there we are. Fossil fuels at work. Yeah. Fossil fuel lobby. Yeah. All right. We have a caller. Uh, David from Brooklyn's on the line. Thanks for calling, David. Who would you vote for, or who do you support, and why? Well, I support Bernie. Um, thanks for the show. Uh, I think that the, the magnitude of the changes which have to be made in order to pull this thing out of the tailspin we're, we're in, if you want to talk about uh, uh, the military adventures or the uh, climate disasters or the uh, money in politics or the, uh, the plutocracy that we're living under, uh, the changes are so great that I think unless uh, a candidate is willing to really admit that the changes need to be that need to be uh, the changes to be made need to be extreme. Uh, they're not gonna, we're not going to be able to pull it off. And I think that Bernie has given us the chance, if we could unite behind him, uh, uh, to make changes of the degree uh, which, which uh, we're going to need in order to really fix things. I, you know, uh, we can't... I don't think we can go on any further under the uh, the, the uh, heading of politics as usual and who can play the Congress best. And, I mean, all that stuff is over, you know. We, the, the time for that is, is past, and we have to be able to totally rethink our approach to our society and to being our individual uh, good humans in the midst of it. And I think unless we're willing to do that as a, as a people, uh, we're going to have a, a really difficult time pulling out of this. And we need a leader who's w willing to go along with, with us in that. And I think Bernie's the one. Um, All right. There's a lot of problems, uh, which I won't go into right now. And I'd like to hear him on the TTP. I'd like to hear him on the Palestine-Israel a little bit more than I have. But um, Okay. Thank, thank you for your call, David. Thanks, and we'll uh, have a go-around and let our... Uh, 
guests respond, but if you're just joining us, this is Maine Currents on WERU. I'm your host, Amy Brown. We have Tim Wilson with us, who is supporting the Bernie Sanders campaign, Betsy Gerald, who is with the Maine Green Independent Party and the Waldo County Coordinator for the party, and she supports Dr. Jill Stein. And Steve Godso is campaigning for Hillary Clinton. And as I said earlier, if you're just joining us, we tried multiple times in multiple different ways to reach out to the Republicans uh, in Maine and get some of them in here as guests and had no luck doing that. So if you're listening, um, this isn't limited to just people supporting the Democrats and the Greens. This is also open to anyone. We'd love to hear from you at 469. 0500. And before we pass the can and go on to our next topic, I want to see if any of you have any response to what David had to say. Sure. I mean, uh, do you want to go? Go ahead. Oh, well, I mean, I think this one is, of the... Uh, Tim Wilson. Uh, yes. And I think one of the key characteristics of leadership is vision, is where is it the person wants to go and take the party and the country and, in fact, the world in our case. And Bernie has a huge vision. I mean, there's no question about it. It is a dynamic vision. It is a far-reaching vision, as opposed to what I categorize as the Eeyore vision, which is, oh, I don't know, I can't do it. Or we can't do that much, we can't ask for that much. He's saying what's required is very active involvement from all of us to form a political revolution. And I want to go back to his roots on this. When he says revolution, he used to do sit-ins. He stood up. He chained himself to people. That is what he means by revolution. And if he can energize enough people to do that, he believes we can make the big changes that are necessary. Um, I understand there's other points of view, but for me, I want to go for it all. And then if we have to compromise somewhere, it's halfway to big instead of from halfway to small or nothing. Okay, quick reaction from our Hillary Clinton supporter and our Green Party, uh, Dr. Jill Stein supporter, and then we have uh, Judy, on, Judy from Penobscot on the line. So just quick responses and weigh in more later. Uh, this is Steve I, I think a lot of Democrats like Clinton. Bernie uh, Sanders. Uh, I like his someone's position, single payer and uh, free tuition. But you have to look at the reality that the, uh, the Affordable Care Act, for instance, uh, with when we, the Democrats controlled the House and the Senate, they just barely got that through. We're not going to get a single-payer system through. We're not going to get free tuition through the Republican Congress. Uh, and even if we're lucky enough to turn it around some, that's just not the way the system works, unfortunately. Betsy Gerald from the Green Party, did you want to weigh and in on that? that is unfortunate that that's just not the way the system works because it is the way the system should work. We should be able to, we should have leaders who are courageous is one of the first things we, we talked about. We should have leaders who are willing to do the big ask and, <clears throat> and fight for it and not just... Um, always be willing to compromise and I you know I think that Dr. Stein has got that kind of of backbone. All right Judy from Penobscot thank you for your patience welcome to the show. Thank you. Would you like to say what candidate you would support and why? Uh, sure um, I'm voting uh, for Bernie Sanders and uh, the reason why I'd like to address something can't can't never could do anything and I think that we need to move beyond the camps and uh, I don't really feel Hillary's electable. I think that there are a lot of things that have not come out yet um, in regards to her telephone and some of the messages that were sent. And I definitely think uh, that the Republicans are going to be all over that. Also, the major contributions um, that have been made by foreign countries uh, to uh, her and uh, her husband's um, foundation. 
I think a lot of that's going to come out, and it's not going to look very pretty. Um, aside from that, Jill Stein is a wonderful candidate, too. I know a little bit about her. But I'm voting for Bernie because um, he has a message. Uh, he has a longstanding history um, in the government, and he stands behind what he believes. And he's solid. You look at his voting from one time to the next, you don't see that he's wavered. And I just want to say that I do feel he is an honest and the best candidate at this time to get elected. Great. Thank, thank you for I your call. Thanks for calling in, Judy. Judy called 469-0500 if you'd like to join us and talk about which candidate you support and why, or if you have a question for our guests here in the studio. Steve Godso, you're a Hillary supporter. I saw you uh, writing some notes during that call. Did you want to respond to that? Sure. Um, when one looks at the U.S. cabinet members, past and present, governors, past and present, senators, past and present, U.S. representatives, past and present, although they'll say they like Bernie, they endorse Hillary 340 to 8. Um, and I think that's because they believe that it's going to be very difficult for Bernie to get anything done at all, and they really s believe that uh, Hillary Clinton can do it. Now, Condoleezza Rice and Colin Powell also had the issue with um, using private servers for their emails. This is an issue of when the, whatever the email was, it was not uh, deemed to be secret, but later on, uh, retroactively, now they're saying, wait, wait a minute, that's secret. And so it seems like a rather strange issue, really. All right. Either of you, Betsy I, Gerald? Well, like I wait? just, I, this is a plug that I promised myself I would get in at some point today, and this seems like the perfect time that um, the Green Party would like to offer themselves as a plan B in case Ber Bernie doesn't get the nomination, that, that there will be a non-corporate, probably female candidate on the main ballot. Um, that, they, that the Bernie supporters could vote for in good conscience. So, all right. Are we ready to move on I to the next thing? That kind of, well, I, I would like to. <laughs> this is Tim Wilson. Uh, He's I, with the Bernie Sanders campaign. I, I would like just to point out that in Vermont, you had all of the senators, all of the governors, all of the congressmen. They were endorsing Hillary and going for Hillary. Last night, the results were where they know Bernie the very best. He got all 100% of the delegates with over 80% of the vote. It's only 16 delegates, but he's served them for 30 years. He's gotten stuff done for them for 30 years. It's an amazing performance, and so far, as far as I know, the only shutout on delegates. All right, let's go back to our topics in the watering can here and draw one out randomly. We'll have Betsy draw one out this time, and again, the number's 4690500 if you'd like to weigh in on whatever this next topic is that I don't even know. Well, this is appropriate for me to draw out of the watering can. Support for women. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's one of our key, 10 key values of the Green Party is gender equity. And so, you know, any of the Green Party, anyone who ends up being our nominee will, um, will ha carry that in their platform as, as, uh, as just at the heart of the platform that, that uh, gender, gender equity is important. So. All right. Steve Gotso from the Hillary Clinton's campaign. As I said before, I think Hillary Clinton is probably the number one supporter of women in the country by far. Um, she also, most people wouldn't know, the Gallup poll every year asks who's the most admired woman or man in the country, no, I'm sorry, in the world, and Hillary Clinton has been that woman, uh, they ask Americans that, has been that woman 17 of the last 18 years. Laura Bush was in 2001. So some people believe she has some skills. Most admired, that is, most admired woman in the world. And 
Tim Wilson. Well, I think that, you know, when it comes to women's issues, uh, there's an identical voting record, 100 percent rating by Planned Parenthood, although Planned Parenthood has, has endorsed Hillary. Uh, she, he, Bernie carries 100 uh, percent. I think from Planned Parenthood, he's for a higher minimum wage. You know, there's a, min a million things that he has fought for that will help women, especially disadvantaged women. He's fought for everybody, including women. When he, you know, here's an aside. When he was in high school, he was for Korean War baby veterans. This is the 50s. And he ran for president of his class fighting for orphans of the Korean War. <laughs> so he's been fighting for people of all genders, all races, hard for his entire life. All right. I'm going to pass a, it's, it's a very tricky thing in here with four microphones, a computer, and <laughs> glasses to not knock something over you, with this watering can each time. So I'm just going to pass this over to uh, Tim Wilson. And again, tell you, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Maine Currents on WERU. I'm your host, Amy Brown. I have folks with me representing uh, some of the different campaigns. We have Tim Wilson, who is working with the Bernie Sanders campaign, Betsy Gerald with the Green Party, and uh, and Steve Godso with Hillary Clinton, and we reached out to the Republicans. They didn't get back to us, but we're inviting anybody, regardless of who you support, to call in and answer the question, what candidate do you support and why, at 469-0500. We'd love to hear from you. And we've drawn another question out of the watering can. Was, was it you next, or? Okay. Yeah, Tim Drew. Somebody, yeah, somebody read that. Oh, wait, let's actually, we've got a phone call coming through. So I'll go ahead and read this, and then we'll kind of put this on hold because it'll take too long to do a whole go around to the table. But this says socialist, independent, not a dem. So we're going to talk about, I think, uh, whether or not Bernie Sanders is a Democrat after we take this call. And again, the number here into the studio is 4690500. John Greenman is working very hard in the other room to get your calls through as soon as they come in and we have Nemo from Stuben on the line. Welcome to the program. Is it Nemo? Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Welcome to the program. Uh, what candidate do you support and well, why? I uh, support Bernie very strongly, but I'd like to point out Hillary knows where all the ladies rooms are in the, in the White House. And uh, as far as the Republicans are concerned, it's not a race. It's roller derby. Thank you. All right. Thank you for your call. And it looks like we may have one more coming coming through. I have no the comment. Do you guys? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. And Peter in Montville, welcome to the program. Peter, do you want to answer the question, which candidate do you support and why, or do you have a question for our guests or both? No, I, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm going to vote for Bernie. And uh, the, my problem is that I, I can't vote for Clinton. Um, I'll go green if Bernie doesn't get it. And I think a lot of people are that way. All right. Well, thank you, thank you for your call. And so far, we're running four to zero for Bernie supporters on the phone calls here. Again, the number's 469-0500 if you'd like to uh, join the program. I think that's right. I think that was my my little tally that here. That sounds right. And so socialist independent is not a Democrat. That obviously refers to... Um, to Bernie Sanders' campaign, so we'll start out responding to that with a Bernie Sanders supporter here, Tim Wilson. Well, uh, he's running as a Democrat now, the, and the, he has been independent his entire career, which has allowed him to reach across the aisle to both sides and form coalitions and get things done. Uh, now, with that said, before he launched his presidential bid, he actually had a long talk with Ralph Nader, of all people because he was afraid or worried that he might have a Nader effect. And uh, so he carefully thought about it and decided to run as a Democrat. So that win, lose, or draw, you'd still have a Democrat, Democratic candidate 
It's not split. Now, there's a lot of people coming into the party. I would point out back to my friend on the green side over here that the Green Party is trying to get ballot access for on 39 states in this round. It, every vote for them counts. If somehow Bernie doesn't turn out and you cannot vote for the corporate candidate, well then by all means uh, the Green is a Green Party is a great and viable option and needs to be on the ballot. It, it's the same issues. Anyone else want to weigh in on that before we take a call? The Steve uh, Bernie was a member of the campaign. Social Worker Party, uh, which was no growth of a uh, Britain from Britain and became international socialists. They changed because they thought the uh, Soviet Union was too capitalist and went to the Social Worker Party. He was a delegate and elector for, uh, I should remember the fellow's name, but I can't, and his candidates uh, wanted to stop all spending for the Defense Department and the CIA and uh, be in solidarity for the uh, um, revolutionaries in Iran and Cuba, and this is when they were holding uh, hostages in Iran. He was elected as a socialist mayor. He became an independent to run for the, the House and Senate. He still hasn't in, become a Democrat. He says he's a Democrat, but he hasn't um, uh, joined the Democratic Party. Betsy Gerald, and then we'll take, we've got a couple phone calls lined up. I, He's only I, saying he is. He hasn't, he hasn't actually written he any hasn't, documents. He hasn't changed his party affiliation? No. You know, I don't know. He How is, is not. That possible? And it's because in Vermont you can be an independent and run in any party. Ah. So because he's from Vermont, he can do that. All right. Okay. Well, that's news to me. I, I just wanted to comment on the um, – there were a lot of people in the Green Party that when Bernie started looking um, to run, kind of hoped that he would run as a Green Party candidate. But uh, – um, and I'd like to talk about the Nader effect at some point, too, but yeah, I, I won't yeah. take time Ho for that get, right now. <laughs> we'll get time to that. That's an important issue. Yeah. And uh, we do have Rick from Walderboro on the line. Welcome to the program, Rick. Thanks. Yeah, I'd like to say I'm a Bernie supporter, and if Bernie isn't nominated, I'll vote Green. I'd also like to say that it seems to me that this country's getting ready to, for people to take to the streets. Things are getting really bad. And if Bernie's not elected, that seems to be our only choice to see any kind of change. And I'll listen off there. All right. Thank you. Thank you for calling, Rick. Let's take Nemo has called back. Let's take a comment from him, and then we'll go back to our uh, panelists here in the studio. Welcome back, Nemo. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to point out that people who, uh, if Bernie isn't uh, the candidate, will not vote uh, for the Democrat. That's an open door for a son of Scalia nomination. Uh, also, I'd like to find a, a Republican who considers Donald Trump a role model for their children. Thank you. All right. Thank you for your call. And uh, they're out there. Who? Anyone comments? Well, I, I would just like to talk about we're at the verge of taking to the streets. Just say that, you know, in Bernie's model, the election is the start. If he becomes president, you need to have an image of a populist president leading millions on a march to Washington. It's a very different thing. And this is why he thinks he can get things done. And he's depending on it. Yeah. If you go to the streets, you may find all the uh, hate groups and Donald Trump supporters meeting you on the other end. Um, I'm say I'm 100% in for Hillary Clinton, but if Bernie is the nom nominee, then I am 100% in for Bernie because the alternatives are way too scary. And you have to think about that when you say you're not going to vote for Hillary Clinton, for instance who's had a, a great life of, of uh, 
public service. You know, American Crossroads, Carl Rose's uh, super PAC, is attacking her now, a lot of ads uh, on YouTube and other places. They're not attacking Bernie at all. That should tell you something. Well, that tells you that they think she's going to be the candidate, is what that tells you. Um, we have another caller on the line, Susan from Waldo. Welcome to the program. Do you want to say who you would support as a candidate and why, or do you have a question for our uh, guests in the studio? I don't have a question. I would say that I am going to the ca I'm going to caucus for Bernie. Um, and to follow up what the gentleman just said, um, if Bernie isn't the candidate, I will definitely vote for Hillary Clinton because otherwise my vote is for Donald Trump. I mean, I won't vote for Donald Trump, but if I don't vote for the Democratic candidate, I might as well throw my vote to Donald Trump. And there's no way I'm going to do that. So just to put that out there. Okay, th thank you for your call. Mm -hmm. And I am guessing that our Green Party representative, Betsy Carroll, would like to respond to that. Just look well, on her face. I just... Well, <clears throat> It goes back to the, the whole spoiler issue, which we hear all the time. But I, you know, I always like to point out that more little um, little old Jewish Democrats in South Florida voted for Bush than voted for Nader. Um, so it's not, you know, you have to vote until we really start voting our hearts and not our fears. We're going to keep having, ending up with the lesser of two evils and it's still evil. It's still, you know, it may be a lesser evil, but it's still an evil. So, as you know, as long as we keep um, buying in into the corporate uh, party meme that that you have to vote for for one to keep the other out, and you can't vote for who you would really, who you really are more um, philosophically aligned with, then, then we're going to keep having, um, well, as I said, the lesser of two evils. All right, we're about halfway through the program, and I just want to remind listeners, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Main Currents on WERU. I'm Amy Brown, your host. I'm here with Tim Wilson, who is a volunteer supporting the Bernie Sanders campaign, Betsy Gerald, who you just heard from, who's with the Green Independent Party and is supporting, among their nominees, Dr. Jill Klein and Steve Godsell, who is campaigning for Hillary Clinton. And I think Tim Wilson wanted to weigh in on that last subject before we move on to the next one. But I'll give the phone number real quick. If you'd like to join the conversation, it's 469-0500. Go ahead, Tim. Oh, I just want to say, yeah, there's a lot of practical people that say, if Bernie doesn't get it, then I'm going to go with Hillary, and I appreciate Steve's point of view. There's also a lot of people that can only vote for something. They can only vote for their core beliefs. They can't violate their core beliefs in order to vote for somebody else uh, that, that doesn't represent those things. So, uh, you know, it's... Both sides are valid. Both sides are, are smart. It's just, you know, there's whether you, whether you can vote against things or vote for things, I, you know, it's all up to you. All right. We're going to go to a phone call in just a minute, but let's let Steve Godsell weigh in on that. Uh, I have other things to say about the, what has happened through Super Tuesday, but uh, more than 8 million Republicans have voted, more than 5 million Democrats have voted. If we just take ourselves out of the race, we're going to get what we deserve. What we don't deserve, what we don't want. We don't want Trump to be president. Okay. Lindy from Southwest Harbor, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you so much for this uh, program. I I'm exhausted because I haven't been getting any sleep because I'm so tormented about the whole thing. And before I make a comment, I want to just say to that gentleman that they said Hillary knows where the ladies' bathrooms are. That is just so, so crude and so sexist, really. Anyway, um, uh, the gentleman that's supporting 
Hillary, I, I hear what he's saying, and I guess my worst fear is this is Trump's march to power is, is on, on par with uh, how Hitler came to power. He scared a lot of people. He bring you know, come back to the country. He had the Autobahn built and the Volkswagen built, and everybody thought he was incredible. He's pulling the rats out of, out of the woodwork. And feminists used to say that this is the old boys' network, network last hurrah. They're digging in. They hate the blacks. They hate the immigrants. You know, they're losing their status as white males. It's very, very sad. And um, if we, uh, I don't know if this country will go for a socialist Democrat, but boy, are we in for it if we get Trump. He's going to carpet bomb Syria as if it's not already been carpet bombed. He is going to waterboard them. Uh, there go all, all everything we've been fighting for. So uh, I'm just tormented. And I uh, thank you so much for the program. And I, I, I want to vote for Bernie, but I just so scared stiff. And this is, this is real, folks. This is as bad as bad as it gets. Thanks so much for having this program. Thank you for your call, Lindy. We're going to take one more call and then pause for a moment and let our panelists respond. We have Trent and Trenton who's been on the line. Thanks for your patience. Trent, do you have a, uh, would you like to say what candidate you support and why, or do you have a question for our panelists? Both. I am leaning towards Bernie Sanders because it is obviously well past time. This country and our environment and everything needs a major change. Now, Now, my other issue is having to do with firearms and all that stuff. I'll just leave it at that. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. I'm not sure if that was a question, but we will pause for a moment and do a quick go around the table. The phones are ringing quite a bit, so we're just going for quick responses now, but we want to make sure that the can- candidate supporters get a chance to weigh in on what you're saying. And that sounded like it was a question about maybe where Bernie Sanders stands on gun control to okay. me, I think is the question. I'd like to roll back one Okay, yes. Yeah, so if you want to go back to, to what Lindy had woman to say. Who's very scared of Donald Trump. Everybody is scared of Donald Trump, no question about it. And understand this, I'm Apparently a veteran. not everybody. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a veteran, and the military will not <clears throat> obey orders to violate international law. They will not. And so if, if he starts giving orders to kill families and stuff, it will not happen. Um, okay. And then the next question on gun control, well, that's a, you know, it's a, it's a more complicated issue. And uh, Bernie's always advocated for having as much power in states' rights as possible. He has a D-minus from the NRA, uh, and that's because he's for background checks. He's for instant ba- background checks. He's for federal closing the loophole on gun shows. He's for banning assault weapons for high-capacity magazine uh, restrictions. So, but then he believes that beyond that, that it needs to get down into the local level that states should be able to control their own gun control because the states are very different. In Vermont and, and in Maine, we have very high percentage of gun owners and very low rates of gun violence. Um, and just as an aside, the, if you look at gun violence, what's going up? What's going up? The mur- gun murders are not going up. Mass killings are going up and suicides are going up. Now, why would those things go up in this century? I suggest you take a strong look at SSR drug, SSRI drugs like Prozac and Ritalin. The usage of those drugs is going up dramatically, and so is the psychotic side effects that you will find on the web if you look for side effects of Prozac. It's, it's, they, this, these drugs cause hostile, aggressive, suicidal behavior, and we're giving them in large quantities to people with mental problems, and they're shooting people up. But anyway, 
Okay, yeah, we're getting a little bit off the topic. That's I think we do have another Sorry. caller waiting, but let's let Steve and Betsy weigh in on the previous two callers quickly and thank our callers who are on the line on hold for their patience. We'll get to you in just a moment. Um, Steve, Betsy, did either of you want to weigh I, in on I any just, of that? I, Second Amendment, you know, any of our candidates, of course, would support the Constitution, but, but uh, I always want to ask people who are Second Amendment um, advocates, what well-regulated militia are you a part of? Okay. And, and Steve? And you don't need AK-47s to hunt deer either. Yeah, um, right. Bernie voted against the Brady Bill. He also voted to protect the rights of ammunition dealers and gun dealers so they would not be held liable if someone did have a mass killing or anything. I think that's kind of the wrong way to go. I, it's a very complicated issue, but we need very significant uh, changes in that regard because uh, more people are killed with handguns and so in the United States, almost as many as cars, so it's bad. All right, let's go ahead to the next caller. Matthew and Waldo, thank you for your patience. Do you want to say what candidate you would support and why, or, and or do you have a question for our panelists? Um, I'm supporting Bernie. Uh, I'm not a Democrat, but I did change my registration from Independent Green to Democrat this time uh, in order to vote for Bernie. I wish he had run as a Green, but he didn't, so this is what I've got. So I'm uh, fully supporting Bernie. Um, with the amount of money he's been able to raise from all of us, we need a third party. And if all that money had gone to the Green Party, it would have been amazing. But we've got what we've got. So... Uh, and just one other comment. I'm just returning from the rally in Portland. Oh. The numbers of young people I have never seen. You're talking about I the was... Bernie Sanders appearance at the State Theater? Yes. Okay. It was unbelievable, the numbers of young people. I, all colors, all shapes, all. It, it, it's unbelievable. Um, I don't know anything else to say. I've never seen so many young people in one place. Okay. So it was thank, very exciting. Thanks, guys. Thank you for your call, Matthew. And we have another Matthew on the line, then we'll do another go-round for responses. We'll try to take these in twos. Matthew from Camden is on the line. Go ahead, Matthew. Yeah, I would just like to say that uh, I'm going to vote for the same person I vote for every election cycle, and that's Jesse Ventura. And I write his name in every time, and I never feel like I'm wasting my vote because he's the person I'd like to see as president. And personally, I am an individual who is not afraid of Donald Trump. I'm very afraid of Hillary Clinton, but I'm not afraid of Donald Trump. And I think anybody who gets caught up in this media circus probably needs to turn off TV for their own sanity for a little bit. And then they can move on and then clear their head at that point. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you for your call. And uh, Steve put his hand up first, wanting to respond to this. This is Steve Godso from the Hillary Clinton campaign. Very I quickly. I think everybody wants to weigh in, though. Very quickly. Jesse Ventura is the one <coughs> former governor who has endorsed Bernie. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Tim Wilson from the Bernie Sanders campaign. Well, I, uh, I, yeah, I really don't have anything to say to that. Well, okay, I, and then backing up to the, we had a previous caller that you may want to weigh in on as well before we move on. Yes, it's on Bernie's fundraising because there was one more vote uh, that was cast yesterday. It was the end of the FEC cycle on the 29th. Bernie raised over $40 million, $43 million and change from 1.3 million people in February. Six million of that came on the last day after South Carolina. And he said, look, you know, I want to post something big. Can you guys help me? People chipped in as much as they did the night of the New Hampshire primary. It's a, that is people voting with their wallets. No other candidate comes close to that. 
Right. Steve says Ab that's fantastic. <coughs> and that's an average $35 um, donation, I heard. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let me give the phone number again. If you're just joining us, this is Maine Currents on WERU. I'm your host, Amy Brown, and I am joined by representatives from the Democrat and the Green Party. Uh, we don't have anyone here from the Republican Party because despite numerous contact, uh, attempts to contact them through various channels, they didn't get back to us. We haven't excluded them. They've ex excluded themselves, essentially. But if you're out there listening and you'd like to call in from and you support one of the Republicans or anyone or no one, maybe you're not voting at all, call in and let us know what you think at 469-0500. My guests in the studio are Tim Wilson, who is here representing the Bernie Sanders campaign locally, Steve Godso with the Hillary Clinton campaign, and Betsy Gerald representing the Greens, who have a slate of uh, different candidates. They haven't decided on one yet, but she's a supporter of Dr. Jill Stein. And Steve, I think it's your turn to pick a topic out of the watering can. What we did, if you're just joining us, is beforehand we had each of the guests put in a few different topics into the watering can to uh, discuss, and they are just drawing out. They don't know if they're drawing their own or someone else's, and we'll go have a go-around to see who wants to weigh in on whatever it is. Go ahead and read that out loud, Steve. This is judgment. Judgment. All right. That's broad. Betsy Gerald. Well, I mean... I, if Dr. Stein is our is our nominee, she's been a pediatrician for years, and you have to have pretty good judgment and pretty good ability to triage the problems to to be a successful um, pediatrician for as many years as she has been. So, I guess I trust her judgment quite a bit. Either of you, other folks, want to weigh in, or should we move on to the next topic, uh, Steve? Uh, I obviously think Hillary Clinton's judgment is magnificent. Uh, Howard Dean, they, were asked, they asked different people about what are the things that uh, Hillary has done. Howard Dean, keep in mind, he was a fairly progressive fellow, uh, said she was responsible for nearly every foreign policy success of the Obama term when, he was in, when she was in there. Okay. Well, I, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily call the Libyan intervention a success. Um, I think it was another disaster. I think... Uh, following the Iraq disaster. I mean, remember, keep in mind, it's 2011. It's years after Iraq has gone down. It's a terrible foreign policy mistake, something that Hillary voted for and, and uh, Bernie voted against, and she voted for the Patriot Act under pressure, and, and Bernie stood up and said, no, we're not going to compromise our liberties uh, in it just because this time of crisis, you know. Um, so I think there's Certainly, I think Bernie demonstrates excellent judgment in a crisis, um, and, and you know, Hillary is still part of the let's get Bashar Assad and ISIS at the same time uh, contingent. They're doing it again. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know that that's a great foreign policy All effort. Right. Steve, do you have a quick reaction to that? We have a caller on the line, so we want to... Yeah, I think it's a that. very difficult thing in the world we live in, a very dangerous world. Uh, do we support uh, security and everything or what? Do we want to take the Neville Chamberlain route and say we're withdrawing from all and we're going to trust Hitler and I don't think that works. I think you have to have this very complex world. I like Hillary Clinton's way of handling it. Okay. We're going to go, go ahead to the caller because we could just keep going back and forth about this for yeah. a while and we don't want to leave the caller on the line. If you'd like to join us, the number is 469-0500. If you'd like to weigh in on which candidate do you support and why or if you have a question for one of our guests in the studio, we have about 15 minutes left to the program and uh, we have two phone lines in so if you get a busy signal, just try back. Lucy from Vinyl Haven, thank you for your patience. Uh, do you want to answer that question? Do you have a question for our guests or both? Uh, no, I would just like to say I am very much a Hillary supporter, and I think it's important we don't forget 
her long history ever since when she was first lady she spent the whole time trying to get health care for americans she stood up for children's rights the entire time and let's not forget she's sort of an example of really trying to fight for women's rights and equal pay and her foreign service has been outstanding none of us are perfect especially if we had a long life in public service but she really has uh walked the walk for a long time so i just want to say i'm very much a supporter of hillary steve mm -hmm. says thank you and you are number one <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your call lucy and we've got another call coming in if you'd like to join us the number is four six nine oh five hundred we will take the next call and then we've been taking two calls and at a time and then going to response we have alenka from brooklyn on the line welcome to the program alenka do you have your radio on by chance I just turned it down. Okay, great. That sounds better. Do you want to weigh in on okay. which candidate you support? Or? Yes, well, I, um, I'm going to uh, vote, uh, vote for Bernie, but I'm a registered Green, and I have been ever since uh, Bill Clinton's first term when I felt he showed his true colors, and I decided I would never vote for the lesser of two evils again. And I never have, but this is the first time I am not voting green. But, like, I'm very heartened that so many of the Bernie supporters who have called in are going to vote for Jill Stein if he doesn't get the nomination. She's an amazing woman. If, we, if most people knew more about her, I think <clears throat> they'd uh, feel she was a woman of much greater integrity than Hillary Clinton, and the only way you can hear her is on the uh, internet, and I've listened to some of her talks and interviews, and they're really wonderful. So if Bernie doesn't get the nomination, and I feel he is not a corporate candidate, and that's who I'm supporting all right. Okay, that's it. Thank you for your call, Alenka. We'll take a quick uh, go around the table here for anyone who wants to respond to the previous two callers, and we have another caller on hold. We'll get you in just a moment. Donna, hang tight. And uh, I'm going to start on this side with Betsy Garrow from the Green Party. Yeah, I do, you're going to put her down in the Jill Stein? <laughs> we're going to get one vote. Give her a half there. Okay. okay. <laughs> so far we're running yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, eight and a half for Bernie, one for Hillary uh, a half for the Greens, because I think that was their second choice, and one for yeah. Jesse Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's been it's been rather divisive within the Green Party because Bernie is to to a lot of our minds so green, and and there are a lot of people who are changing registration to to vote in in the early, in the caucuses, and um, and I have to say myself, if if he's the candidate on the the uh, on the ballot in November, I'm I am going to be torn. So, um, but okay. I have to say I also will be a little surprised if he's the candidate on the ballot in November. So, all right, we have a, a quick another quick comment. Not too quick. Okay, we've got two callers waiting. <laughs> so, um, but this may be your last chance. So, if you can condense it into a quick comment, um, we can do it quick. Do it now. Those of you who have bad feelings about uh, Hillary, go on to the Daily Beast and look up John Favreau. He was a writer for uh, uh, Obama. How do you spell that last name? F A V R E A U, and uh, he's not the actor director. He was a writer for Obama, as I said, and so he had certain preconceptions about Hillary, and and uh, toward the end of the campaign. He, at a party, he and a friend 
There was a cutout of Hillary Clinton. You can look it up online what happened. Holds a beer up to her mouth in the, and he, John Favreau, put his hands where he shouldn't put his hands. It went on Facebook, unbeknownst to him, and a couple of weeks later, he was like, oh my gosh, there goes my job and everything. So he apologized to her and she graciously accepted. And when she came to the to, uh, State Department, he said she was an uncommonly warm and thoughtful person. She surprised with birthday cake. She called when a grandparent passed away. She arranged her, her entire schedule so a staffer could attend her daughter's preschool graduation. <coughs> her husband, charmed by talking to you, Hillary does it by listening. Not in a head-nodding political way, but in a real way. The title of the thing is, it's more important to elect Hillary Clinton now than it was to elect Barack Obama. All right. Donna and Stu Ben, thank you for your patience. Do you want to say which candidate you would support and why? Uh, yes, uh, Bernie, definitely. And uh, I, I want to say I am close to 80. And I've heard so much talk about young people, young people, young people, and it's a wonderful thing. However, I, I have many, 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 many hundreds of friends, and they are my age, and every single one of them are in the same, of the same like mind as I am. All right. So it's not just the young people, it's the older people too. Donna, uh, one of our guests wanted me to ask you if you uh, have access to the internet. Um, yes, I do. Do you want to say why? Or is that just like... <laughs> Well, no, I, I have because uh, today I was, you know, I was going, what the heck happened yesterday? You know, I uh, saw, you know, we won in a lot of places in the country. This is Tim Wilson from the Bernie Sanders campaign. Didn't win in other places, and uh, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, how he's a young people's candidate. But uh, uh, my background's political science, so I was crunching data, and I, so you know what? It, let me just check and see which states have the highest internet usage, and which states don't. And if you do that. The top six states for internet usage, all with 80% above, uh, above, above 80% penetration. You have number one is New Hampshire at 90%, and there Bernie got the highest number of votes for any candidate in a primary from either party ever in history. Uh, Massachusetts was second, then Minnesota, Vermont, Colorado, all wins for Bernie, then Nevada, another close finish. So it's a uh, uh, you know, interesting. When you look at, you know, where where we got hit hard, you know, South Carolina, Arkansas, Alabama have the lowest rates. Um, mm -hmm. So if you tend to get your news from the Internet uh, or have access to the Internet to check the news, uh, and then you have one opinion. And if you're getting fed the corporate pablum, well, then you have another. Well, my, uh, my Internet usage is at work three days a week on my part-time job, and I do not have Internet at home. Most all of my information and my news information, because I don't have television, mm -hmm. and I won't have, and I hate the corporate media, and I just listen to WERU, and I form my own opinions because many of us have lived through different times, different politicians, and can look back, and it's a case of history repeating itself. And we've, had, we've been through some pretty tough times. Thank you for your call, Donna. Appreciate it. And I think we're going to take one last phone call here, and then we'll have a go around and have the people on the panel each have a chance to take a few minutes to react to whatever has been said or add whatever they want. And this, I think, is going to be the last phone call we have time for. It's Jacob in the Mid Coast. Jacob, are you there still? Yeah, I'm Thank here. Thank you for your patience. Do you want to say which candidate you support and why? 
Uh, yeah, I'll be voting for, for Bernie. I'll be caucusing for Bernie. I'm 29, and this is the first time I've ever caucused before. Um, yeah, I just I, I feel like it, it really is going to be business as usual with Hillary. Uh, if she's the nominee, I'll vote for her because, you know, you know what will happen if I don't. But uh, it just, it seems to me like she's beholden to the corporations, just like most of the other candidates out there. And we're just going to get more of the same. And even even if you're you're you know uh, a minority in the South and you don't feel like Bernie has your back, I think that's the only way that a lot of these issues are going to get on the table is with some serious reform and some serious movement. I think everybody's going to get to benefit from that. But with Hillary, it's just it's just going to be more. It's just going to be whatever the corporations want, whatever special interests want, which that's not going to get anything done for anybody, except for the elite. And just a quick a quick thing on uh, the independents and the Green Party. I, I think they're great, and I share a lot of the values with them, but really, until we have ranked choice voting, I would never even consider putting putting my vote in, in with the Green Party. I mean, I, I, I hear what the lady was saying about you know, voting, voting with your, your philosophy and voting with your heart, and I totally feel that, but then there's the reality of politics and, you know, not throwing away your vote. So uh, thanks very much for your show, and uh, I've enjoyed it very much. All right. Thank you for your call. We have about uh, five minutes left to the program total. So each person speaking really only has like a minute and a half so that everybody gets a chance to speak. Uh, Steve has had his hand up about five times in the past minute, so we'll go to him first. As I said on Super Tuesday, there were more than 5 million Democratic voters. Hillary won the most votes of any candidate, including Trump, even though they had 8 million voters. She won 51 to 46 among white voters. If you take out Vermont, which is very white, as you might know, she won by 10%. She had 70% of Hispanics, 90% of African Americans. We can't pretend that those people are all deluded. Uh, they support her for reasons. Um, the other thing I would say that Bernie, um, I'm looking at a different website perhaps, but what I saw is that during the time as a representative and as a senator, he only had three bills that he championed from the beginning pass. Two of them were naming Vermont post offices, and one was a cost of living increase for uh, veterans when he was chair of the Veterans Administration Committee. And notice he didn't get any grief about the Veterans Administration problems. I thought that was interesting. All right. Betsy, I think you had the first word, so we'll give the last word to Tim Wilson and have you go next now. Okay. Well, I just, um, I wish we had gotten, the, one of the things I put in the watering can was money in politics, and I really wish we had gotten to that issue because it, it, it is where the bright line gets drawn um, between um, my party and, and the two corporate parties that... Um, that take super PAC money and are basically bought and sold by the corporations. And and uh, I agree with the last caller that said that ranked choice voting is is one is one fix. I think the other fix is is the overturning of Citizens United so that we get the big money out of politics. Here, here. All right, that's All of us Carol that. from the Green Party. <laughs> uh, Tim Wilson, you get the last word. Okay, well, uh, you know, Hillary only passed three bills as well, and none of them significant when she was a senator. So, you know, I've heard that before, but it's hard to pass a bill for, on both sides, whether you're junior, when you both are junior senators, both in a Republican Senate. So I think we can just put that one aside. 
But uh, Bernie, uh, you know, what can you say? He's doing something that has never been seen before in politics. He's raising all of his money from the people. He has, his issue is us. He is a single issue thing. It's the people of America and the people of the world. Uh, and he hasn't taken $21 million from Wall Street and say that they're not getting anything for their investment. I mean, none of us really can look at ourselves in the mirror and say that's true. So I think, uh, you know, when you stand with Bernie, you're standing for something. You're standing for all of us. You're standing for the whole country coming together or at least being called to a higher place, not our lower place. All right. Well, that was an interesting show. We didn't get to a fraction of what we hoped to get to, and we had 15 calls, which is the most we've had in recent memory. So we will definitely be doing this again. There are going to be caucuses this weekend, and uh, in another month's time we'll be in a different place. But hopefully at least some of you will come back to join me, and maybe we'll get some Republicans in here at some point. <laughs> and we'll have more shows about we'll who shame support- them into it. <laughs> who you're supporting uh, as we lead up to the election. But that is all we have time for today. You've been listening to Maine Currents. Again, I'd like to thank my guest, Tim Wilson. You just heard speak last. He supports the Bernie Sanders campaign. Prior to him, you heard from Betsy Gerald, who is with the Green Party. We have Steve Godso, who's wearing a name tag, which is really helpful, by the way, <laughs> who supports the Hillary Clinton campaign. Uh, John Greenman, who has been very busy this hour fielding your phone calls and all of you who called in this is main currents independent local news views and culture i'm your host amy brown inviting you to join us here every wednesday afternoon at four here on your community radio station WERUFM 89.9 blue hill 99.9 bangor and streaming online at weru.org and if you have story ideas or suggestions please email them to us at news at weru.org stay tuned we've got democracy now coming up next and then jazz straight ahead here on WERU-FM. Support for WERU comes from Maine Farmland Trust, a member-supported nonprofit organization focused on reviving the working landscape and securing a future for farming in Maine. More information on protecting farmland and supporting farmers at mainefarmlandtrust.org. Support for WERU comes from our listeners and from Easterly Wine of Belfast, Maine, an independent enterprise that supports free speech, democracy, and independent media. This is Community Radio WERU-FM, 89.9 in Blue Hill and 99.9 in Bangor. Here's the National Weather Service forecast for the greater Bangor, Midcoast, and Downeast regions. Tonight, mostly clear, lows around 7 above. Northwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour with gusts up to 25. Thursday, sunny, colder with highs around 17. West winds 10 to 15 miles per hour with gusts up to 25. Thursday night, clear, lows around 0. Northwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, diminishing to around 5 miles per hour after midnight. Friday, partly sunny, highs in the mid-20s, northeast winds around 5 miles per hour. Friday night, partly cloudy in the evening, then clearing, lows around 10 above. Saturday, sunny, highs in the lower 30s. Saturday night, mostly clear in the evening, then becoming partly cloudy, lows 10 to 15. In the marine forecast for the Penobscot Bay area, tonight, northwest winds 15 to 25 knots with gusts up to 30 knots. Seas 2 to 3 feet. Thursday, northwest winds 15 to 20 knots, becoming west 10 to 15 knots in the afternoon. Gusts up to 30 knots. Seas 2 to 4 feet. Thursday